What's up, everyone? Welcome to the I'm Good What About You podcast. I'm so happy that you decided to listen today. And before you listen to the episode, if you like it, please be sure to leave a rating and a review about the podcast. And also just follow the Instagram page. I'll be sure to leave everything in the show notes. It helps me out so much. But in case you're new, you will hear about faith, friendships, mental health, coffee, and all my awkward stories. Unfortunately, I'm a very awkward person, (laughs) and so you're going to be hearing lots of awkward stories along with guests' awkward stories. So I'm so excited for you to listen today. Like I said, please be sure to leave a rating and a review. Now let's get into the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today with me, I have Katie Patty or Katie Patterson. That's your last name, right? Yeah. Patterson. yeah. <laughs> um, and today we're going to be talking about singleness. We're continuing our relationship series. And for those who don't know you yet, Katie, could you introduce yourself and tell us one fun fact about you that not many people know about? Oh, wow. Um, Hi, um, my name's Katie. I am 19, almost 20 years old. I turned 20 in like a month. So I'm like very excited. Um, and I live in actually, I live in Canada, which a lot of people, that would be kind of like a fun fact is I have never tried Chipotle or Chick-fil-A or In-N-Out. Like I've never tried like the, or Dunkin' Donuts. Like, you know, those like, like. Wait, do you have like Starbucks? Yeah, we have Starbucks. Okay, okay. So Starbucks is like um, where I go to all the time. But we also have Tim Hortons, which is like really good too. What is that? Is that like coffee? uh, Yeah, it's like a Canadian, like I would say like Dunkin' Donuts maybe. Maybe I'm I'm offending somebody by saying that. But (laughs) uh, it's like like, uh, coffee and donuts, but it's like way cheaper than Starbucks and... It's just like what everybody gets before hockey games and, or like, you know, just it's like a big thing. Yeah. What are other like Canadian things that Um, like America does not have? Because most of our things are like from America. Like, I don't know, but do you guys have girls? Earl's is like where every everybody goes on a Friday night like to yeah eat. I've never heard of Earl's but that you know that could be in America I've just never been there before yeah it's like wow uh, one of those but yeah I've never had like any of the Chipotle the closest I've had of Chipotle I've heard is like mucho burrito I don't know if you guys have that but it's like a yeah burrito. I've never heard of that <laughs> yeah so uh definitely definitely missing out on some things I'm gonna have to go and try all these new things but <laughs> come to America and have like Chipotle Dunkin Donuts like all in the same day (laughs) yeah that's crazy I I thought Canada would at least have a Dunkin Donuts but that's have you ever like been to America yeah I've been to America but like I was like the the last time I was in America was like probably when I was 12 Mm. and we went to Disney World a lot um and just a lot that's like where my family went like lots but then when we got older we liked Mexico a lot more so we ended up going there on our yearly vacations instead of America so yeah wow that's so cool um so since I'm a very awkward person all of my listeners know this already 
But one thing that I like to ask all of my guests whenever we're opening up into the episode to get us comfortable with each other <laughs> and get all the awkwardness out of the way is what is the most awkward thing that's ever happened to you? Um, oh, everybody knows this story, like in my in my like church circles. Like, I don't know if I've ever talked about it actually on my TikTok though. Like people are gonna be like, what the heck? Um, I I peed on my pastor's floor. Um, yeah, I did. I could tell a mini story of it. Um, I basically, we, we were having like a hot tub party with the pastor's kids, like the pastor's son, because they had a hot tub and I didn't want to be gross and pee, you know, in the hot tub, but I really, really had to pee. So I get out and I'm like, and the girls got the upstairs change guys got the downstairs change. And, and, and like, basically, long story short, it's my friend thought I was just going in there to change first, but I really had to pee. And she sat on the toilet, like, to stop me from, like, going into the bathroom. And I was like, no, I really actually have to pee. And she's like, no, like, I, you know, you don't, you just have to change. And so I ended up peeing on the pastor's floor and blaming it on the dog. And to this day, I don't know if he knows. <laughs> what? <Yeah>. No. <laughs> And I had to clean it up like with the towel that I had. There was no cleaning supplies in this bathroom. Like it was, it was terrible. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a good story. I think that opened us up into the episode fairly well. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. And like I said, so today we're going to be talking about how to approach a season of singleness. And I feel like this is a season that is often overlooked. Like everybody always focuses on dating or like friendships or marriage or whatever, but nobody really focuses on like singleness and wanting to be in a relationship, but you know that you're not ready for one. Mm -hmm. Um, so in your opinion, how is singleness different than like any other type of relationship out there? Yeah. Well, singleness honestly is like, because I've been in both seasons. Like I, like I, I know some Christians or some of my friends, like they've never been in a relationship. So all they know is singleness. But for me, like I've kind of been in a relationship and I kind of, I have been in a relationship and I've uh, been single. And what makes a difference is honestly, I would say a couple things is both you, I was talking about this with some friends is you struggle the, the same. Like if you struggle with loneliness in a relationship, you're going to struggle with it in singleness. If you struggle with lust in a relationship, you're going to struggle with it in singleness. So it's the same struggles. You're just adding another person onto it. Um, and also like in your own relationship with God, like you're adding another person, not in your relationship with God. Obviously that's a personal thing but you're adding another person on the journey with you and God. And so honestly, singleness is a different form of relationship, but you still struggle with the same things just in, with another person. It's, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that. Yeah. And I, I think too, like if you struggle with those things in singleness and you're just wanting to get in a relationship to replace whatever you're feeling, um, that's not being fair to the other person either, because they're kind of just your replacement of the void that you have or whatever you want to fill. Um, and not as much like somebody that you desire to be in a relationship with, or that's just like my personal experience and what I've been through. Um, but 
What are some practices that we should initiate in our lives during our season of singleness before we choose to pursue a relationship, um, whether that's dating or just like a friendship with someone? I would say your relationship with God routine should be really there because uh, if you have routine with God and routine with spending time with God isn't in place before you get into a relationship or even like a friendship that takes a lot of your time, you're gonna, you're gonna choose them a lot of times over God. Our relationship with God is our number one thing. So I know that every single night I'm not going to be spending time on the phone with him, like at a certain time, because I'm, I'm with God, like I'm spending time with God. And that, but I've also been in that relationship where I lose that. And I choose that time with him over God. And I've seen a lot of things in that relationship fall short because I'm not centered in Christ. And so a routine of spending time with God, or even like, just like making sure your relationship with God does come first. And that is like practically shown by how you're spending time with God over this person. And so whether that's like having a set routine in the morning or night or that, just making sure that your focus is on God and whatever happens, it's like God, like God will have something better for you. God will take care of you. He's a good father who won't forsake you. So even if this relationship doesn't work out, you still have like your your mind centered on Christ, if that makes sense. No, yeah, that makes sense. And also I think like um, whenever you do get into a relationship, it's important to get to know people as like a person and not just as someone like that you can do Bible studies with or whatever, because they need to already have that discipline in their life. If you want to have like an equally yoked relationship and actually the people that are going to be on my dating episode, I don't know if you know, Brie Eppolito and Justin Lusner. They're so sweet. They're just an adorable couple, but Brie was talking to me about how whenever they first started dating, it didn't really work out and they had to cut it off after like two or three weeks of dating because every time they met up, they would just do like Bible studies with each other. Um, and, you know, go to church with each other, do all these things with each other. And they didn't get to know each other as a person. And the only way that they got to know God was like through each other and not on their own. Um, and I think that's something like super key in a relationship. Like you should be wanting God on your own rather than only wanting God whenever you meet up with that person, you know, and whenever you go to church with that person or whatever, like that's the only time that you want to spend with God is whenever you're with them. Um, and at that point, like you no longer know God on your own, but you only knew God through them. And at the end, that's like, not what gives us salvation. What gives us salvation is personally believing like what Jesus did for us. But I don't even, I don't even know where I was going with that. I don't even know if that made sense. <laughs> um, just to add on to that, like I always say, there's a secondhand relationship with God and a firsthand relationship with God. And the secondhand is where you like have a relationship with God, but secondhand with like a pastor or mm. your friends, or you own the only time you hear about God is at, on the pulpit or when you're like in a relationship and you're doing those bible studies or whatever but you're not firsthand diving into the bible firsthand talking to god having conversations with him like and like yes it's great to have secondhand engagements but if you only have secondhand engagements you're never going to know who god truly is yeah and so firsthand it's very important <laughs> <laughs> yeah i completely agree with that 
And then as far as like people that do want to be in a relationship, I think a lot of people see singleness as like a curse, like, man, I could just be in a really, like, if I could just be in a relationship, all my problems would be fixed or whatever. And we were kind of talking about that earlier, but what's a healthy way to view singleness instead of just being like, man, like, I just want to be in a relationship right now and I can't be. Mm -hmm. Um, My friend told me about this quote by Jonathan Pakuda, I think. She's reading a book by him. And she said, he was talking about the truth and the lie. And so the lie is that something um, something is waiting for you that's better in a relationship. But the truth is something is waiting for you that's better now, like in your singleness. And so I think just a better way to look at singleness instead of like, oh, like God's going to do so much when I'm in a relationship or I'm going to be so happy in a relationship or I'm going to I'm going to finally glorify and honor God in a relationship or build his kingdom in a relationship. Think of it like I do that now. Like what is stopping you from doing that now because honestly if you think that way in a relationship it's not going to happen because you don't know how to do it by yourself. And so I think viewing singleness as like right now God has so much planned for me that I that I don't need another person for that I can do it in myself. Like God's going to equip me to do that in my singleness by myself. Like God's going to give me the strength. He's going to give me the gifts. He's going to give me these things that like, um, that like it's waiting for you right now. Like it's not, it's not going to be in a relationship timeline, I guess. Yeah. And Tim Tebow has a book. It's called, this is the day. Um, and I've read it. It's, it's super good. I'm a huge fan of Tim Tebow just in general. I think he's an awesome person, but, um, Basically, the whole book is summed up in the title, as you would expect. And it's like, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And if you're only focused on like, oh, one day, like whenever I'm in a relationship, you know, I'll get there or I'll get my relationship with God. Then like, what's the point? Because we're not promised tomorrow, you know? And so if all you're doing is being like, man, I I just wish I could be in a relationship, but you're not doing anything on your own. Well, what if Jesus comes back? Like, in the next hour and all you've done for your relationship with God is literally just be like, I wish I could be in a relationship with another person so that I can know God. Like, no, this is the day. Like, um, the book basically, it talks about different things. Like Tim Tebow's an athlete. And so it was talking about like kind of just his athletic career, but also I think it applies to so much more than just like athletics um, cause he used the analogy, like people always say like, Oh, tomorrow I'll start a diet or Oh, tomorrow, like I'll start working out. Mm-hmm. But like, you're, there's always going to be a tomorrow. Like the next day you're just going to be like, Oh, Oh, you know, I'm not going to start it today. I'll start it tomorrow. And so you just keep on pushing it off. And eventually you just never grow and you get like 50 or 60 years old and you're like, wait, I still haven't done this, you know? And so I think if all you're doing is just desiring that, but not doing anything to get there, then like, you know, what's the point? And I know that kind of sounds harsh, but it's the truth. Like you need to be rooted in the Lord now so that you can have that relationship with him and with someone else in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, And then like, just as far as you and your personal life, like what have you learned in your singleness? And could you tell us like a little bit of your story behind, um, like your relationships, things that you've learned through that and yeah. 
Um, yeah, I'll be a little um like raw and vulnerable about my season of singleness right now. Is for me personally, right now in my season of singleness, I'm not worried about getting out of it. Or how do I support this? I'm I like staying in, in it. I'm more worried about getting out of it. So most people that's different is they want to get out of it, really, like they want to get a boyfriend, they want a relationship. Um, and so they kind of like disregard this season. For me, I don't want to get out of this. So I disregard a relationship as a whole because it's a very scary thing for me. Um, just because um, in my past dating, like some, like they, because uh, I came, I became a Christian like probably a year and two months ago. Um, yeah, a year and two months ago. So like I've had relationships where they're not godly. I've had a relationship where they're like Christian, but they're in, not um I've had a relationship like I've had three relationships and I've had a relationship with a very godly person and so all of them are very different um and so I think just the best advice that I've been given even in my singleness and dating like this can apply is like chase after God with everything that you have like make him the priority spend time with him like make like just chase after him with everything that you have and if you look to your left and one day somebody's like right next to you and even like running faster than you and encouraging you and challenging you, then ask God about them. Then ask if you should date them. And so I think like in your datingness, in your datingness, in your when you're dating, is chase after God with everything that you have. Um, th- this sounds bad, but like that person might not be your husband. That person, like, so like don't treat them like they're gonna be be all end all because I know sometimes in Christian dating, you can think that they're end game, even though they're not um, that. Um, and then you disregard your whole relationship with Jesus. Like Jesus is always going to be around this boy might not. Um, or even in singleness, like Jesus is always going to be around um, this boy you have a crush on might not. And so just, just chasing after God and like, letting him work through like say you're not content with struggling or say you're not content in singleness talk to god about it like so many times we think we can't talk to god because we're not content in something like no like you can still chase after god and not be content in your singleness you can still and what that looks like is like not being content in your singleness okay i'm gonna pray and i'm gonna talk to god about it okay i really feel lonely right now i'm gonna rebuke that and i'm gonna turn to god and ask him to give me strength to not feel this so like you can chase after god in whatever struggle that you're in even with me like not wanting to be in a relationship like um i i like kind of rebuke that thought that like oh i'm never gonna be in a relationship because i never can commit to someone like and i say like jesus like i pray that you that you work through that baggage right now with me. I pray that you help me through that. Um, like I'm struggling with uh, commitment to like God help me with that. And so I think just like whatever area you're in, you can use that to chase after God. It doesn't have to just be in the highs. It can be in the lows too. Yeah. I really like that. (laughs) Now that answered my question. Um, but for those who are kind of like new Christians or may not be too familiar with what I call like Christianese, um, what is chasing after God? Like how, how do I chase after God? You know, when I, I don't even know who he is or when I can't see him or whenever I've just started a relationship with him or whatever, like what does chasing after God look like for you? I think this is such a Sunday school answer, but um, I always say that a relationship is built off of three things. It's 
spending time with the person, communication, and getting to know the person. Any relationship, like if you're in a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, friendship, all of those. And that's exact same thing with God. So if you're chasing after a boy by being in a relationship with him or like that, you want to get to know him, you want to have communication, you want to spend time with him, right? Well, chasing after God is the same thing. You want to spend time with him by reading or, or by like just spending time with him, whether that's worshiping him, praying to him, talking to him, um, having that set routine of like, I'm going to, it's 10 o'clock, I'm going to open my Bible and pray right now. Uh, getting to know him is like God literally put his Bible so to reveal him in it like second timothy three sixteen states that that's god's breathed that word so you want to know who god is like open your bible and then communication so like just communicating like hey god i'm not content in my singleness right now like praying through those struggles praying with him and i i i have this thing and i call it a game plan so every saturday i have like um three goals that i want to work on this week so one week i did um every time i get up my car i want to pray um, and say thanks for one thing in my life to God. And so then it got me in the habit and the routine of just being gratitude and thankfulness to God and talking to him. So just communicating with him, how you're feeling. And so chasing after God looks a lot like how you chase after boys or chase after friends in this world. Um, chase, but chasing after God should be our number one other than them. So, yeah, I love that. And honestly, what I've learned in this whole relationship series is like, everybody desires communication. Like that's like the number one thing. And if, if we think that like people desire communication, like God desires it even more because he literally made us in his image, not necessarily in the way that we look, but in the way that we can think um, critically and logically. And he gave us understanding minds. And so if we desire like communication and wanting to like understand things on both sides, then certainly God does too. And he wants that with us. Um, but just as far as like singleness in general, um, or any season of your life that you go through, like, how can you make the most out of the season that you're in without longing to be in another one? And I know that you were like, I'm so content in my season of singleness, um, could you tell us a little bit more about that and like how you don't want to long to be in another one right now? Um, I don't, I, I don't want you guys like the listeners and you to think that like being content in my singleness means that, um, I have it. It's, it's a good thing almost like it is good that I'm content in my singleness, but it's because I think I'm so content in my singleness. It's because like, I'm, I am scared to be in a relationship again, not just because, um, I, I have this thing where, um, I don't know, just commitment really scares me. Like, I feel like even if I go on one date with a guy, that means I have to marry him. And like, I just get this big pressure. So I just, I just take it out all together. So being content in my singleness, like is definitely rooted in like, I don't want to be in a relationship, but also being content in my singleness, like also means that I'm just walking with God where I am at right now and not looking at in the future a lot because I think us as Christians um, whether that is a relationship or anything we look so far into the future and we think like oh we're going to glorify and honor God in this place like when I graduate high school I'm going to glorify and honor God when I finish university that's when I'm going to start this charity the Lord's put in on my heart like you know like the like we think way far down into the future rather than focusing on what God is doing today and right now in our lives. And so I think a big tip or a big like advice I am 
I'm currently speaking to myself also is like, be okay with today and just like walk with God today instead of try to run with him tomorrow. Like literally just try to walk um, and chase after God and ask God what he wants you to do today. Knock on those doors. God's going to open those doors or close those doors. And what I mean by that for like, if like you're a new Christian or whatever, is like, whether that's a relationship, whether that's a career, whether that's a decision you have to make, knock means like seek out those opportunities, but the Lord's going to make them work or he's going to not make them work. That's like his sovereignty. That's his power. Like how good he is, is like his plans for us are to prosper us. And like, they're not to forsake us. Like Jeremiah 29, 11, most famous verse ever says that, or basically says that is like, God will open those doors and he will close those doors. So just being okay with seeking those opportunities today, but not worrying about tomorrow. Like literally Matthew, I think it's 633, 634 is like don't worry about tomorrow like tomorrow will worry about itself like God's literally telling us to just sit in the relationship today like focus on today rather than in a thousand years so I feel like that's the theme of this episode not even like singleness it's like just live it out today instead of worrying about it in the future um and and I feel like you know part of this question too um I wrote it out because I feel like a lot of people in singleness just want to be dating. And whenever they're dating, all they want to be is engaged. And whenever they're engaged, all they want to be is married. And whenever they're married, all they want to do is have kids or whatever. Like there's always something once your need that you originally wanted has been fulfilled, you always want something more. Mm -hmm. And so really it's a matter of going back and being like, you know what, in this moment today, like not looking for the future, Jesus is enough and I'm going to chase after him. Um, and I really like what you said about like walk with God today instead of trying to run with him tomorrow. Um, that's so true. And that's so powerful. Like, again, going back to our whole theme of the episode, like implement things in your life today, instead of trying to worry about doing it in another day or in the future, because at the end of the day, like we are not promised tomorrow. And you need to have those things like implemented in your life as soon as you can. Like after you finish listening to this episode, if you have time, go read your Bible. If you don't have time, make time, you know, like he desires a relationship with you. He wants to communicate with you. And if, if you want to be in a relationship, relationship with Jesus is the best one you can be in. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, you know, me and Katie have experienced that both personally. And so if you would just understand like the peace that you feel being in a relationship with Jesus versus like other relationships. And that's not saying like you can't experience like joy or peace or whatever, whenever you enter into a relationship, but it's more of just like a relationship with Jesus is the one that's going to be the greatest and most impactful in your life. Or at least that's what I've learned. Did you have anything else you wanted to add to the episode or things that you've been thinking about or things that God's just recently like laid on your heart to say? Um, I think just reiterating that it's okay to struggle. Like, I think also sometimes we're so focused on getting out of the struggle that we're doing it by ourselves. So like so many times we're like, oh, I don't want to struggle with singleness anymore. Like, I'm going to get myself out of it rather than turning to God and being like, God, I'm struggling right now. Like, will you get me out of this? Or like, God, 
what can I learn from this struggle right now? Like right now I'm like really struggling with like that relationships, like is like that commitment and that pressure. And so like, instead of like trying to run my way out of the struggle and like just pushing it underneath the rug or like just trying my best to get out of it, I have to remember that like, I'm not the one capable of getting myself out of this, but God is. And so just turning to him and just saying like, God, like, I'm struggling right now. I know you're better. I know you are changing my heart. I pray that I see that. I pray that like, I pray this prayer all the time is like, God, I'm struggling, but I know you're better. So I trust that you're changing my heart, even if I can't see it. And so, and I even think about like a year ago, what I was struggling with then and like praying about it. And I look back now and like, even though I didn't see it every single day, like I see how God was producing a lot of fruit from that and like, confidence in that like and confidence in me and so yeah if you're struggling like don't be ashamed about struggling with singleness or even struggling with dating like we all struggle with something so just bring it to the lord and and just like be okay with what's happening today rather than trying to fix everything and be perfect for tomorrow yeah and also i would say too like ask the lord to give you a spirit of discernment like whenever you're going through that's good. That period of, of wanting somebody, because I know that you mentioned like, you know, you were in a relationship with somebody that was like a Christian, but not like, if that makes sense. And so I feel like sometimes we can get so caught up in being like, oh, he's a Christian. Like he goes to church or, oh, she's a Christian, a Christian. Like she goes to church or whatever. Um, but we don't look at the fruits in their lives. Mm-hmm. And it's so important to to have a spirit of discernment and and let the Lord um, be with you as you're making the decision to be in a relationship with someone. Because if you don't see fruit in their life, um, then I don't know. (laughs) Like it's, it's hard to get out of a relationship like that because you're like, well, I mean, I like him and he does go to church and like he gets along with my family or whatever, but if it's not benefiting you and your relationship with the Lord, and it's not growing you, um, whenever you're with him to be closer to the Lord, mm-hmm. then you might want to take a step back and kind of observe like, Hey, you know, why do I really want to be in this? Is it for me to get my fleshly desires like fulfilled or whatever, or is it for God to work through this relationship? Mm-hmm. And also, like, I think to tag on to that is, like, also, at least for me, like, in what season I'm in, like, I go to Bible college, like, I am, like, I go to Bible study, I'm a young adult, like, I, um, I have a lot of godly guy friends, and they're all great godly men, like, I see fruit in their life, like, they have a relationship with Jesus, um, I love them, they're good looking, like, they're, you know, but they're not all my husband like you know I think sometimes we think like the first godly guy who's attractive is my husband but it's not like you have to like look in more in like what's their calling because if your calling's like not that they're the same but if they don't they're like if somebody's called to be a missionary in Africa and you want to stay wherever you are like that's really like having those conversations of like interests like uh, callings like future wives but also having that emotional boundary that you're like not getting married like Um, or not like just assuming you're going to get married so I think just like like 
just because they're a great godly guy who's good looking doesn't mean they're your husband and that you should just jump on a relationship um or even with the christian like before seeing fruit like you can't just jump on a relationship just because they're christian so like just discerning and asking god like is this guy for me kind of yeah and i i just thought of one more question that i originally did not think of but like as far as boundaries and singleness are boundaries even a thing or like, what do they look like? Um, I have said this in all my relationship series episodes, but like dating seems to be the only type of boundaries that people talk about, you know, it, they don't talk about friendship boundary, boundaries, marriage boundaries. Like it's always kind of dating. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, are there boundaries in singleness or is it more just like getting closer to the Lord? Mm-hmm. I think there's boundaries is what the Lord is teaching me right now in singleness because like how do I even explain this uh like there definitely has to be boundaries in singleness and I made the mistake of there shouldn't be boundaries in singleness but like think of it like I have a lot of guy friends so like like just because like that's where I'm at like like there's equal girlfriends in like my bible study too but it's pretty equal of guys and girls but I know I have to watch myself of how even I'm flirting with them or leading them on or spending one-on-one time with them with not the intention of dating them and not the intention of that while they like you have to remember you have to guard their heart and that's something the Lord has really been teaching me um, is because I'm just a very friendly person and so that can really come off as flirty or that can come off as interested or and like even when um, like they ask to hang out sometimes I don't think it's a date but they think it's a date so just one communication is like clearly communicating your intentions um and two I wouldn't suggest like even for me I'm learning this right now is like not hanging out with them alone if you know they have feelings for you if you know they're interested in any regard because you want to guard their heart and you also want to guard your heart and like third is like kind of watching the flirtiness with people you know that um, I'd like just so you don't guard or so you don't lead them on because I know I've been caught in the trap of like doing all those things just with me thinking I'm being nice but they're thinking I'm interested and so I think boundaries are so important um, and I don't think they're talked enough about um, and so yeah maybe that's something that I should make a video on because something I just learned actually so yeah no yeah I love that and I I wanted to note too um boundaries are not just like and I feel like a lot of times they're only in like the sexual sense like save yourself for marriage or whatever like we preach abstinence so hard um but it's it's not just that it's like emotional like you don't want to get too attached to somebody if they're not the one for you or you don't want them to get too attached to you if you're not the one for them um and I think that's also a time where you need a spirit of discernment and being like, you know, I need to figure out what my boundaries need to be or, um, you know, especially the boundary of like not hanging out with somebody one-on-one. Cause you know, you don't know if they have like feelings for you or if you have feelings for them. Um, but if you don't set up those boundaries, like something could happen and, and that might be something, um, whether it's like not really, you know, that bad, you could always have like a piece of your heart or a piece of your like mind taken away if you didn't set up that boundary. Um, and so I think boundaries are there for like mental, emotional, spiritual help, everything. Um, 
they're so important and any type of relationship, even friendships, like that's what I was talking about on my friendships episode. That's going to be coming out the week before this one um, comes out. But like, even in friendship, even in friendships, you have to be like, listen, you know, I need time on my own. Like I can't, I can't be with you all the time because I need to grow personally. Um, or, you know, if I know that you struggle with something, I'm not even going to take you close to it, you know, and, and you need to set up that boundary of being like, this isn't okay with me. And I need you to help hold me accountable. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's not just for you, it's for other people as well. And I think that's something that kind of gets overlooked in boundaries, but, um, yeah, I think that's all we have for the episode today. Did you have anything else you wanted to add or did we kind of just talk about it all? I think we did good. I even learned things from this podcast. Look at you. <laughs> it was good. It's good. It's always good reminder. Uh, funny, the funny thing, like you don't even have to put this in, but just like for you, you totally can. I don't care. But um, last night I was like with my friends and we were all really struggling with like the concept of singleness. And if I'm going to be honest, did not read what this thing was about until this morning. So um, I was like very shocked, like when I woke up and I was just feeling very emotionally drained last night with just like the topic of singleness and dating and everything like that. And then literally the topic singleness. And I'm like, God, you're funny. Like, I was like, really? Like, like, are you kidding? So anyways, um, thank you. Like, I love, I think it, it's good. It's really good. Well, thank you for being on. I mean, I learned stuff, you learn stuff. I think one of the best ways to learn stuff and keep it in your head is by teaching it or listening to it. So um, that's why I love podcasts. I love listening to them. I love doing them. Um, but yeah, just thank you so much for being on and thank you everyone for listening today. If you enjoyed it, please be sure to leave a rating and a review about the podcast. Um, you can subscribe to it, I think on Spotify or other platforms. And you can also check out Katie on Instagram and TikTok. What are your like username handles? Yeah, they're all the same. It's Katie.patty with two Y's on each side. So Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, check Great. out her Instagram and TikTok for some awesome content. Um, but Katie, would you just mind closing us in a word of prayer? Yeah, of course. Hey God, I just thank you so much uh, for the opportunity to just glorify and honor you. Um, I thank you for this podcast and what she's doing on this amazing platform and how you just move through the weirdest of things like technology and you just use everything for your good and glory. And I just thank you so much for Brooke. Um, yeah, I just pray for all the listeners. I pray that whatever season they're in, whether they're struggling, whether they're content, whether they are just like super frustrated, I pray that you meet them where they're at, that they just give them give you all uh, their burdens and what they're really struggling with God uh, because you tell us to come as you are that we don't have to paint on this clean look for you but we can just come as we are um, so whatever season that is I pray that we all uh, come to you running and we just chase after you with everything uh, yeah God I just thank you for today um, and I just pray for everybody to just fall more in love with you every single day in your name amen Amen. Thank you so much again for joining me today. I really enjoyed it and I can't wait for people to listen to it. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs>